welcome back to the Sutras Podcast. So chapter 13 ended off with Bendikam bribing two people to get into the court of Shah Jahan, where he would make his formal request for help. So now Bendikam is now walking into the court with his son-in-law, Asman Khan, in hand. There's 500 Pathan warriors behind him. From quite a distance, Shah Jahan sees him. And at that point, Bendikam and son-in-law, they both bow down. They then walk forward, they stand in front of the entire court. Shah Jahan is just looking at Bandikan up and down now. He sees that, you know, he's a very beautiful man who's very tall and strong. His arms are very massive. Uh, and then Shah Jahan then asks Bandikan, like, why were you crying out last night? Did somebody steal something from you or kill one of your men? Why were you so upset? Listening to this, Bandikan then clasps his hands together and says, Guru Hargobind is my mortal enemy. I worked for him. In battle, I killed many men for him. It was only through the support of my strong arms that his armies were successful against yours. From this service, I earned a lot of money, but now Guru Hargobind has taken all of the money and all my items away from me, my weapons, my clothes. He had me beaten up by low caste, trashy juts, farmers, and he's not afraid of you at all. When I spoke in your support in his court, they beat me up even more. Whatever army Guru Hargobind has with him there now, there's not one soldier amongst them who's like me. Listening to this, then Kutub Khan, who is the leader, the commander of the forces from Jalandhar, happens to be Bandikan's first cousin. He also, uh, he hears this and he gets up and he says uh, in support, uh, Khan, he says, Shah Jahan, Emperor, uh, Khan's name is known, you know, throughout the land. His bravery in the battlefield is, you know, cannot be spoken of. It's it, the praise is so vast. With his sword and his arrows, he lays waste to many enemies. You know, oh Emperor, just look at his body. Like, think, is there anybody else like him? He knows all there is to know about Ayodhya. So, the science of weapons, martial arts how to protect oneself um, and kill others in battle. You know, he's so strong, he picks people up in battle and throws them down on the ground. His arms don't let anybody pass in battle. So Shah Jahan hears this and was extremely excited. He wanted to hear properly more about the feats uh, of battle uh, in the army of Guru Hargobind. So Shah Jahan's laughing <clears throat> as he asks them to tell more stories. So he says, you know, tell me more. Where were these battles uh, that uh, you fought with Guru Hargobind? How did you act in these battles? So then Bandikan opens up and tells him everything about this. So he says, the first battle, Mughals Khan rode up with his army against Guru Hargobind, but they were all killed. That battle of Logar was in Amritsar. There I provided support and killed many men. And then the second battle was in Rohila, which was uh, then named Hargur Hargobindpur. And Abdul Khan was the general there from Jalandhar. And with his army, he also rode up upon Guru Hargobind, but nobody amongst them was saved to go home. In that battle, I gave great support as well. I enabled the victory, and my praise then was spread throughout the land because of that. Then, because they stole two of your horses, Lalla Beg and Kambar Beg generals, they led armies against Guru Hargobind. There too I was, stacking corpses after cutting and throwing your army away. 
So in three battles, I enabled victory. Now Guru Hargobind is worried about me. You know, kicked me out. Take, he took away all my big salary. I was a servant, so I respected him. And I didn't say anything to him at that time. If he wasn't my guru, I would have snapped his thin cucumber-like neck in half. I would have thrown his head down like a ripe fruit falling from a tree. You know, what is this guru in front of me? And people say he is the one with strong arms. So I'll tell you why I'm here. I want you to provide support so I can enact my revenge. One of your horses that he stole is dead and the other one he has there with him. We will capture both Guru Hargobind and that other horse and bring them back to Lahore. And then I'll stay here and I'll continue to work for you. But now provide me the men and army will go together and will place a scarf around Guru Hargobind's neck and drag him back here for you. Only then I'll be able to call myself Bandikhan. And if I'm not successful, then I won't ever come to Lahore again. I won't ever show my face here again. So Bandikhan says all of this. The majority of it is quite a lie. Uh, Bandikhan did not fight in the Battle of Rohila, the second battle of Guru Hargobind, or the battle um, that happens at Gurusar between Lala Beg and the other generals. So he's, you know, he's lying here to Shah Jahan. So when Shah Jahan hears these words of bravery, he was really inspired though. And he says, these words that you've spoken about bravery, I totally believe them. Your spirit is lofty and high and as tall as your body. You know, whatever size army you want, you have our assistance. Go to battle with this army, wherever Guru Hargobind is set up, and when you go there, I want you to fight Guru Hargobind alone. Sorry, I want you to go there and fight with Guru Hargobind. He has a lot of army, so they won't let you fight one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. But take this army so that you can suppress his army such that you can fight him in a duel, one-on-one. -on -one. And if you capture Guru Hargobind, then bring the horse as well. And you'll have any requests you want when you come back here. I'll give you a lofty position endless amounts of money, anything you want. So Pandakan is standing in front of Shah Jahan and then says, you know, I didn't lie at all. Trust me. I've lived with Guru Hargobind since I was young. I know everything about them. I know everything about their strength and tactics in battle that they use as well. Only because I was working with him when I was younger, I used to humor him when we used to practice. When we used to wrestle, I used to cave or submit when he would apply his force. But place now your hand on my head, bless me, so I may now go and capture and bring back Guru Hargobind here. So listening to this, Shah Jahan then gestured to shut up. So Bandikhan and the rest of the court realized that Shah Jahan was thinking of something. You know, there was other generals and ministers sitting in the court as well. <clears throat> and then Shah Jahan proclaims out loud in a very loud voice. He says, someone bring an unsheathed sword and a betel nut. Is there anyone here to pick this sword up? Someone who will take an army to Guru Hargobind and fight with Bandekhan. Show your bravery such that you can kill or capture Guru Hargobind. I've fought three times against Guru Hargobind. All the generals that were sent were killed. Now I realize it was through this Bataan's strength that Guru Hargobind was victorious. But now he's on our side. So now go and capture Guru Hargobind. So Shah Jahan has to say this plea three times. The generals there are standing and they know the horrors that 
the other generals incurred when they went to fight Gudhargama. But Shah Jahan says this three times, and then in the court, Mughalus Khan's younger brother, so Mughalus Khan was the first general to ride up against Guru Hargobind in the first battle. So that battle was known as the Battle of Logar or the Battle of Amritsar. And that general, Mughal Khan, has a duel with Guru Hargobind in that battle. And uh, Mughal Khan subsequently then is killed in that duel. So here in this court, Mughal Khan's younger brother, Kale Khan, is there. And he's a commander of the area of uh, Peshawar. He has 50,000 troops under his, under his command. So he thought, in his mind, he was thinking, um, you know, I have not yet enacted revenge for my brother who was killed by Guru Hargobind. All my family is telling me to get revenge. And now I think it's the best time to do it. You know, for one, Shah Jahan's really, he will be really pleased with me. Secondly, my praise will be spread throughout the land because of my victory. And third, I'll get revenge for my brother. So this is the perfect opportunity for me. So he's thinking this and then he gets up and he clasps his hands together and he says, Emperor, by your command, I would like to have the honor. I'll send my entire army. I'll capture and kill Guru Hargobind. I'll get revenge for my brother. Within my heart, there's a furnace of anger. And I'll only release this when I kill Guru Hargobind. You know, I've not slept properly since my brother's death, but I will sleep properly after I kill Guru Hargobind. So listening to this, Shah Jahan was extremely happy. You know, he said, Kale Khan, this is, you know, rightful action for you to get revenge for your brother. I'll send Bandit Khan with you to so set off, you know, and sound off the battle drums and take your army. So listening to this, Kale Khan was extremely happy. He bowed his head. He lifted up the unsheathed sword and began, it began to chew the betel nut. So this practice, we had um, it comes in the earlier battles as well, when uh, Lalabeg has to take an oath to um, Shah Jahan when he sends his army. So when a challenge like this, when there's an oath in the court of uh, Shah Jahan, this was the practice of having this unsheathed sword there and a betel nut. And the commander of the general who would lead the army would take the responsibility and take it upon themselves to lift up the sword and show that they are in charge. So here, um, Kale Khan does that. He chews the betel nut. This is an oath signifying that he will uh, fight to the death. So Shah Jahan uh, then blesses Kale Khan with a suropa, you know, with very finely embroidered clothes, embroidered with silver. A studded plume he gives, gives him as well, uh, two fine gold bracelets embedded with jewels, a pearl necklace. So this whole uh, uh, get up, basically this blessing, this grant, uh, was worth 125,000 rupees. So Kale Khan was extremely you know, happy, he was overjoyed because of this. And Shah Jahan likewise was very happy to give this grant. You know, all the other generals in the court are watching. There was another minister of Akil, it says, so like a, a deputy or counsel to Shah Jahan. His name was uh, Koja Anwar. And he was a friend of Abdul Khan. You know, and Abdul Khan was the commander in the second battle, battle the Battle of Rohila. So he was extremely upset that Guru Hargobind had killed his friend Abdul Khan. So he wanted to join in on the attack against Guru Hargobind. 
He had an army of 2,000, so he gets up. And he also says, Emperor, by your command, I too would like to join and go with Bandit Khan and battle against Guru Hargobind. My good friend, Abdul Khan, was killed by Guru Hargobind, so please let me enact revenge as well. I will show my skill and strategy in battle, and I'll provide support as well for Kali Khan. So Shah Jahan was pleased with it with this as well. He agreed. He gifted Koja Anwar a Saropa worth 5,000 rupees. Then Shah Jahan orders them, all of them. He says, you know, by any means go and bring Guru Hargobind here. And if that's not possible, well then kill him where he stands. So Shah Jahan also at that point gifted Banika's son-in-law some some items like you know fancy dresses before the entire court. Uh, then empties out. So Kale Khan returns to his army of 50,000, tells them the orders, the instructions, and then sounds off the drums for war. So this is where chapter 14 ends, and in the next chapter we'll pick up as the armies then mobilize and ride out towards Guru Harbhavan. But as always, we would like to thank those who support and make this podcast possible through donating at the Mangalacharan Patreon page.